0: Hello and welcome everyone to the For the Geeks Gamecast episode 5 for Friday, January 27th. I am one of your hosts, Jonathan Miranda. Joining me today is Ms. Bernice Martinez, also known as the Wild Unicat. Uni, welcome to the show. How are you?
1: Hi, good, chilling, vibin'.
0: Nice. I see that you finally got your headset working and your cameras on.
1: Yes. Oh my yes, God! This yes. is a first in. The for- <laughs> oh my God! It's a
0: first in the for the geeks history. They've actually got a face to put to the name now. Well, Just thank don't you. search
1: me up, no, kidding.
0: <laughs> kidding. Thank you for joining us today. um how Have you been? How's everything going?
1: Chill. Honestly, the week's going by so fast. It's wild. Yeah. But chill. Yeah. Yeah. It was Friday yesterday. mean it's Friday again today. I was going to
0: say, I was going to look at the non-existent watch on my hand and be like, today's Friday. (laughs) I don't know what year you're in, but... Oh, man. Well, let me ask you all a question for those of you tuning in. Are you ready for some hot takes, some strong opinions, and some of the newest gaming news out the industry? Well, guess what, Buckaroo? You're in the right place. Because today, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff, including a recap on the Xbox and Bethesda Developers Underscore Direct Showcase, Uh, more The Last of Us HBO Max information, news, reviews, thoughts, and Forspoken and Dead Space remake review roundups to cover out the night. If you're enjoying the show, you can subscribe to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash ForTheGeeksGames, or you can go to our YouTube, which now has its own fancy URL, and search us by looking up youtube.com/slash for the geeks podcast. On our YouTube, you'll find a nice little backlog of videos that we've posted up, uh, maybe one review that we've actually really done, and like the three that never posted because I never finished <laughs> editing them, but we'll maybe make it up there one day. You can click onto that YouTube, you can click the notification button to stay subscribed to all of our content and subscribe to us. That way you can find all those videos as soon as they post at whatever date that is. And if you want to help us even more, you could also subscribe to us on our Patreon. We have a $1 tier open on our Patreon, and that's going to go to Feeding the Trolls Under Our Bed. The one that Jack likes to feed. I don't know why he feeds it, but it's alive still, and I told him not to let it live. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's only a $1 fee, and you get access to a bunch of pre-show content, some post-show content, and just other little things that we'll be working on moving into the future. But for now, let's move on. To our first topic of the show, and today is a momentous day. Uni, do you know why? Why? Because today, after two episodes of a season of a show, The Last of Us has been renewed by HBO Max for a second season. This comes from Andy Robinson via ViViG. Uh, Vig- wow. From VGC Video <laughs> Games Chronicles. And it starts off with a little statement from Neil Druckmann. He says, I'm humbled, honored, and frankly overwhelmed that so many people have tuned in and connected with our retelling of Joel and Ellie's journey. Um, the collaboration with Craig Mazin, our incredible casting crew, and HBO exceeded my already high expectations. Um, he added that now we have the absolute pleasure to be able to do it again with season two. On behalf of everyone at Naughty Dog and PlayStation, thank you. My thoughts are, holy shit, we are actually gonna get season two of The Last of Us. And uh, I don't remember if you said you played it yet or not. But what are your thoughts? on Wait, but on that?
1: that's my that's my next question. Is season two going to be the part two? That, like, is it going to be that we have to see like where it ends? If mm-hmm. it's gonna be it's if it's gonna end where it's gonna end, yeah. we have to see where season two is even gonna start. Exactly. Like, I'm excited if it's. I haven't played part two. I really haven't. I'm sleeping on it,
0: but <laughs> well, it's. It, it, I'm
1: excited that it's going to continue. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, uh, but Last of Us Two has been hit with fairly mixed reviews from both critics <laughs> and <laughs> and fans alike. So you yeah, know, sure. it, it's it's a kind of a hot topic, anyways, to be to start with. But as far as we know currently, the first season of this TV show, The Last of Us, is going to cover the whole first game. So we're going to be able to get through spring all the way through winter and right back up to the very end of it. So knowing that we got that and knowing that the last of us two is a much more complex game in terms of its characters. And on top of that, the themes that are involved with it and the actual length of the story. Um, What do you think? You think you were going to get, do you think that they would risk putting out one whole season for, Second season of The Last of Us Two, or would they focus straight on just another straight single season?
1: I'm not sure, honestly.
0: It's really hard to talk about this without spoilers because yeah. it's been so long. I don't want to spoil it for you. <laughs> I didn't realize you hadn't <laughs> played it yet. Um, yes. I'm gonna have to. I, we're, okay. we're gonna have to buy it for you so you can play it. You've got a PS5 now. So I you have can... it. Oh, never mind. Well, then play it.
1: I have it. <laughs> that's your it's homework. Still uni. in the plastic. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I'm asleep when I bought it. I bought it on sale. It's still wrapped. It's still sitting there pretty. Like,
0: you got to get on it. It is a great, yeah. honestly, it's, as far as I am through the campaign, I'm almost to the f- final, final end of it. And I, I actually mm-hmm. like it a lot so far. And it's definitely one of the more heavier kind of topics as it comes to video game stories and characters. But yeah, I mean, um, other than that, how are you enjoying the show so far as you have seen it?
1: I like it. I'm enjoying it. I'm experiencing it like it's even though it's not the same, which is perfectly yeah. fine, I'm experiencing it differently. I'm experiencing the live action mm-hmm. as it's expressing itself. Yeah. There's some things that are different. There's some things I wanted to see, but it's it's just like it's fine. It's, it's experiencing I'm just uh what do you call it? I'm just enjoying it. I'm just taking it all in. I was like, okay, that's fine. There are some things that I need to pay attention more Mm -hmm. because I I found that I lost interest Mm -hmm. in a certain part. Mm -hmm. But that's just something I I just want to just rewatch and just keep on track, like not just not just loose I hear you my my imagination
0: yeah yeah, I mean uh, when it comes to retelling and an adaptation it's it's hard because a lot of the things you lose in adaptation for a video game like we were talking about last week is that <clears throat> you lose a lot of the action and a lot of mm-hmm. honestly a lot of the the weight of the decisions you make in the game because instead of wa- instead of you pulling you know t- pulling the trigger or you know making the choices in a game about stuff. <clears throat> You're watching someone else make those choices, and sometimes yeah. f- for some people, it's a lot hard. It's harder to be able to connect to the characters the same way as you would as if you played through the game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Speaking of the game, though, their sales have been skyrocketing ever since Last of Us season has started. Three hundred percent up, like man, well played. remake yeah. Remake Last of Us Part One. The remake is definitely a, a good shot in the arm for PlayStation. So. That's fair. Uh, it, it, people want to call it a money. Uh, uh, what is it? A money grab?
1: Cash cow. Cash
0: cow. Whatever you want to call it. It is what Milking it is.
1: in it till she's dry.
0: They, <laughs> did, they, made, they played it right. They knew a bunch of people were going to get PlayStation 5s as they started coming out more and more frequently. And that the people were going to see The Last of a show and be like, I need to play the game now. Because to be fair. I need
1: experiences. Exactly. Like yeah.
0: a, a good portion of the people who watch the show are probably not people who've played the games before.
1: Exactly. Because it's such a great like mm-hmm. they how do you say it? how do you say it it's um I forgot what I forgot how to say it, but basically it's a good uh dang it how do you say it? it's, it's like, like
0: a like an entry point or like a pathway a segue into it
1: something like that yeah
0: it's like yeah, so when you sorry. watch it's it you get so- super excited and you just need to know what happens next so you go out and you buy the damn game then you play it. yeah yeah. Um, so I know we didn't really get to too much into exactly how these things spread in the first episode, but it was shown in it that there were parts that in the game and slight spoilers for the game, obviously, but in the game, there is a way, the way the virus spreads is through spore release from a dead body in the show. There was a scene where Joel and Tess have to pass through a certain area and you notice, a lot of fans notice that Joel and Tess didn't put on a mask. Uh, that mm-hmm. being an integral part of the original game, how do you feel about the way that they've changed from it being spores spread from dead bodies to honestly, basic zombie bites, almost?
1: Honestly, I feel like they missed out on a great uh, image, imagery kind <clears throat> of vibe, because mm-hmm. it would have been so pretty to see the spores. mm like it was in the game, like it was oh, yeah. just like shiny dust. It would have been such so, such a great opportunity to try that, and so I know that it's because of that, they have to change it a bit. It's mm-hmm. not gonna have that visual. Yeah, I feel,
0: and I, I think to your to your point, I also think you know you lose a lot of that post apocalyptic feel with the loss of those gas mm-hmm. masks. I get that they're trying to not cover mm-hmm. the face of actors because you pay a lot of money for these people, and you don't well, when they're acting out these intense <laughs> scenes that are hidden behind a mask. You don't really feel the same thing when you can see someone's facial expressions.
1: But when you could hear it in their voice, mm-hmm. I think that's way more powerful. Like you wouldn't need to see it, mm. but you, if you could hear it you could feel it and just start to experience it like they kind of, I feel like they missed that opportunity. They're just like simple. Hmm. I feel like that that's where I kind of lost interest. It's like it was simple. Yeah. It was a simple idea. It
0: was a small thing. It's one of those Mm -hmm. small things that makes a big enough change to a person who's Mm -hmm. a big fan of the original games. And it, it can instantly turn someone off. I know I saw earlier a bunch of like user scoring and I don't know if it was just review bombing or what, but it was just a bunch of zeros on Metacritic from like normal people putting up their posts, this and that, like giving giving all sorts of ways problems to the show that obviously are not necessarily like absolutely correct, but also, you know, not absolutely wrong. And it, mm-hmm. it like it is with everybody where everyone's entitled to their own opinion. They can think how they feel. They can, they can talk about how they feel about certain things. And there's no reason that you can't accept that as that's the way they take it. Mm-hmm. Some people love like, The Last of Us 2. Some people swear by it being one of the greatest video games of all time. Some people, (laughs) some people that we know in our circles swear as it's like (laughs) total (laughs) bullshit. And it's just like, (laughs) come on, guys. You guys are being a little critical here, a little too critical. Like, come on. But again, like everyone, everyone has a viewpoint on it. So currently on Metacritic, the series is sitting at an 84 and on Open Critic, it's at an 88 which is a pretty interesting drop considering its first week out. It was sitting at a 94. Um, oh. In regards to that, I mean, it, again, it could be just review bombing. Metacritic definitely having a lower score than OpenCritic makes a big shocking poll there because people can go in and just vote for it however they want.
1: <clears throat> yeah.
0: But I'm excited. I was going
1: to say, I'm so sorry. I don't know. Go ahead. I was going to say, I figured out what I was trying to say, Mm. that they reach a different demographic that lured people more interested in the game than in the episode.
0: Mm, Yeah. That's all
1: I was going to say. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: (laughs) But yeah, uh, yeah, episode three comes out this week on Sunday. So I hope you guys are all excited. I'm super excited. I'm loving the show so far, even with its changes to certain events and things. Like, If you can enjoy an adaptation for what it's worth, (laughs) then you can actually give an honest thought on it. And so far, I'm definitely enjoying it.
1: Is it a spoiler to ask what would be a scene you're um, hoping to... Not hoping to see. Is it a spoiler to ask what scene are you excited to see? I
0: think it's a spoiler to talk about it for people. I don't know how many people have actually gotten to play the game, but I will let you know that I'm most excited for Winter. Obviously, I'm super excited for Winter because Winter is just my favorite part of that game. The Winter sequence is, hands down, just pure fucking narrative bliss. And it's just so good.
1: I'm on that train, too. But what I'm most, most, most interested in seeing, even though it was a short duration for some, for me, took forever... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Daddy who?
0: <laughs> Troy Baker. No.
1: <laughs> um, The sewer.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That should be a good one. And we're mm-hmm. actually coming pretty close to it soon. It's maybe a couple episodes away now. So depending on the pacing <laughs> of the show, we'll see. Hopefully they get go through the sewer parts really well. <sighs>
1: uh, I just know it's going to be intense. Well, oh, I'm yeah. I'm just not going to say nothing. Oh, no, it's not okay. It's much. okay. All right,
0: we're showing the excitement, and that's getting us—that's getting everybody excited. But moving on to our next point, our next topic this week, Xbox and Bethesda had a showcase called their Developers Underscore Direct, which was a short direct about forty-five minutes long that contained updates on some of Bethesda and Xbox's currently worked on games. We wrote down a few little spark notes things here and we're just gonna go over them real quick and talk about each well maybe not each game but we'll talk about the games to as much depth as we can right now um the show started off really strong honestly i didn't get to watch it at the moment because i was at work but i watched it later and the the presentation of it was really good i enjoyed that i got to watch director or developers talk about their games instead of getting you know Somebody up on a stage just sitting around spouting it out, all the business mumbo-jumbo, all the corporate stuff that you have to hear half the time. So it it was a good good idea, I think, on Xbox and Microsoft's part to get the developers to talk about the games themselves directly. Um, The first game that came up was Minecraft Legends. And Minecraft Legends is basically Minecraft, but it's a twist. It is a strategy action game. So it's based on PvP 4v4 base building and mob recruitment the game basically has you start in a minecraft world like you would in a normal minecraft game and then follow out with your friends to build a base to protect a specific item your home base is uh, i forget what they called it um basically to protect your home base and fight off invading hordes of the enemy team's uh mobs so basically, you can run around, recruit mobs in the wild, and then bring them and send them through another gate that sends it straight to the enemy's base. And it's a 4v4 experience. So you got somebody collecting resources and mass. You got someone collecting, uh, doing the recruiting for the mobs, and you got somebody building the base, et cetera, et cetera. How did you feel about the Minecraft Legends um, trailer, in, in a sense?
1: I thought it was cute. That thought it was so adorable. The concept was very... It, it was what i feel i they were talking about it before mm-hmm. but i wasn't really paying attention but i thought it was a really cool concept mm-hmm. it reminded me of a of a game like basically a mobile game but i think it's a better concept because you could play with your friends mm-hmm. controller wise and i just thought of my nephew and like all the possibilities that could happen but i do wanted to see more mm-hmm. I do want to see more. Like, I want to see more of the gameplay of how to do such things. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's like that's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to lure you in. Yeah. And it did.
0: I think the it's biggest, really good concept. the biggest, like, shocking part for me was their whole reveal on the fact that the levels are all randomly generated, just like in Minecraft. So you can pick your mm-hmm. level size, you know, small, medium, large, etc., and then just go into a fully randomized seed and just. Every time you play, it could be somewhere different, something different. Mm-hmm. You could end up in the snow, in the desert, anywhere, and you just got to build your base there. Like it's, it's interesting to see that they've taken what the core concept of Minecraft is and mm-hmm. changed it into something that is more multiplayer, um, not necessarily multiplayer friendly, but more uh, focused and streamlined.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How would you? How would you feel? How do you feel about the four v four concept of like? um Oh, what's another game that's done something like this before where you destroy, you fight monsters and you beat them, and then you, the more you kill on your side, the more you send to the other side, basically. It's like Gambit. No,
1: I think I haven't played Gambit.
0: You haven't played Gambit?
1: No, I've been under a rock.
0: In Destiny? <laughs> You've never played Gambit no. in Destiny 2? No, really? I
1: haven't. I have oh not played it into- <gasps> I probably did, but I did not pay attention to Gambit. I'm not going to lie. I was dying. Well, But besides...
0: It's similar in that sense. Uh, I think I remember
1: Gambit. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Honestly. It's like, hell yeah. I'm going to be on it. Sorry.
0: Oh, no. You're good. No, but I mean, like, everyone's (laughs) got their own, like, style to it, too. Like, the base building isn't just very basic. Like, you could make a freaking unicorn base, shape it out like a unicorn, and, like, do all sorts of crazy stuff. Like, you can... Your 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 limitation is your own imagination, basically.
1: I was thinking of a maze. Like a whole maze, thick, thick yeah, walls. Yeah,
0: exactly. The, one of the developers was saying how she likes to layer out the walls and make it like mm-hmm. a little maze that you have to kind of like f- fight through and get through to get to your destination, to your goal point. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: I, I, yeah, I really want to do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like it's going to be fun. Um, I don't believe they released... A release date but i'm definitely excited for it i'm a lot more excited for it than i was before before i thought it was it it kind of looked a little generic and kind of like weak in my in my preferred gameplays but seeing more of it today like or this weekend is definitely something that's super exciting um the next game we talk about is forza motorsport which is another next gen racing sim this one comes to us. Uh, f- oh, shoot. Guess who forgot to put down the studio? <laughs> this oh guy. God. God. Oh, man. <laughs> I had it on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember it right now. God, I sound dumb. It's- what was it? I'm going gonna- to feel so dumb when I read it right now. God damn it. Turn 10.
1: Turn 10. Yes.
0: Um Turn 10, Turn 10 Studios. Same studio that's always worked on it, but I couldn't remember their name for some reason, blanked like an idiot. Forza Motorsport, the next inter- the next um iteration of the Forza Racing series. This is more of a focused next-gen racing sim like Gran Turismo as opposed to the Forza Horizon series, which is a little bit more arcadey. This one comes uh this developer direct gave us more insight into the rendering and graphical aspects of it and I don't know if you noticed but the graphics on that looked amazing during that.
1: Oh, my goodness. So good. It did. So good.
0: It was so shiny. They
1: even talked about it. They even yeah. talked about it. Like <laughs> they added the details, the lights, of the source, everything, so it could be just as realistic. Oh, yeah. It looks so good. Even
0: even in that yeah. nighttime track that they showed towards the end of it, yeah. like you could see the city off in the background and just the lights out there. And it just looked really real. Like it, it looked very it looked much like I was in that seat watching and yeah. they, they go into other, um, other talks about how their weather system is so unique in the sense of it's a super dynamic weather change. So your lap, your the lap you're on in a race could may be the difference between driving in the f- pouring rain mm-hmm. and like having a nice little sprinkle, having snow, even the track, um, the track location and everything, everything plays into it and their systems are working really their Their designers are working really hard to make these systems feel like a true racing simulation.
1: It's looking good so far, honestly.
0: Yeah. Uh, how many, do you play any racing Sims? Have you played like old Gran Turismos? Cause I started with Gran Turismo.
1: I don't remember the game, but I know I got it like um, on PlayStation plus. Mm-hmm. And I liked it. And then I also have Need for Speed, but that's Need for Speed's a different like. Yeah, and
0: Need for vibe. Speed is its own, like, arcade-ish kind of racing thing. Yeah, and it's exactly. fun. It's fun, but it's not, like, for those hardcore people that want to, like, get into their car and swap an engine and change a transmission and switch mm-hmm. the differentials and do all this crazy shit. I remember in Forza Motorsport 2, one of the old ones, I had uh an AE86 those old like Trueno GT Apex uh, Corollas and I like engine swapped it out for something massive that was not needed in a small car like that it was just <laughs> like so much fun but let's
1: see uh, I think it was the crew was what I had the crew
0: I'm not sure the crew sounds familiar I think they did that and I think they did project cars as well mm-hmm. but I can't remember which one I know I have project cars and I like it but it's just haven't had time to go back and play a racing sim. I've been wanting to get Gran Turismo se- uh, Seven. Yeah, I wanted. I've been wanting to get Gran Turismo Seven, but it went on sale, and then so did Horizon Forbidden West. And I was like, eh, I guess I'm gonna go with Horizon. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, 4K, 60 frames per second, real time ray tracing. The detail of these actual <laughs> like systems in this game are nuts. Especially for a racing game, like you're it's gonna Mm -hmm. look like you're basically right there on the track.
1: Yeah, it looks really good. I I don't know how many times I can say that.
0: (laughs) Well, if if I had another person to help work (laughs) cameras, we could have the video playing in the background over here, but it's not. So,
1: no, seriously, like this is what we're talking about (laughs) exactly. Like,
0: we'll get there one day when we have the staffing for this. I promise, I promise everybody, it's gonna be really really good. (laughs) Um, This is what you get (laughs) But for now you just have to listen to our pretty voices And look at this super awesome background That I have worked very Lightly to make happen (laughs) Uh, Emphasis on the very lightly
1: Show it like a short montage of you Struggling the whole time (laughs) God damn it
0: (laughs) Hammer to the computer just God Oh man Forza Motorsport Super cool. Are you excited? Would you play it? Do you actually, before we move on to the next games, here's the big question. Most of these, if not all of these games, are going to be coming straight and direct to Game Pass. Do you, as a gamer, have Game Pass?
1: I am working on it, honestly. (laughs) What? Well. Ah, I'm
0: working. I mean, it's the same thing as having PlayStation Plus Premium. Or extra now. So,
1: yeah, you know, it's a streaming
0: service, of course. But it's just, it's got so many good games. I have I so know. many no. things on there that I haven't finished.
1: After after going through these games, it's just like, no, it should be, like, something I should push more mm-hmm. for. I'm just waiting for a special deal.
0: Mm, I got I'm waiting
1: you. for a special deal. I th- because the one it has now is just like, no, it's too much. I was going
0: to say, I think there is there was a deal recently... Or currently, where they like let you, if you're a new subscriber to Game Pass, they give it to you for like a dollar for like a month. And you can try it out for a month, and if you don't like it, you cancel it, et cetera, et cetera.
1: I'm trying to get the one where it's like 40 bucks for a year. Well... Because it's 40 bucks for...
0: No, it's, it's it's like $45 for three months or something like that.
1: Exactly. I'm, I'm trying to get like the year one.
0: Well, and no one
1: sells it. Don't uh. hold
0: your breath on this yet. But there were rumors a couple <gasps> months ago that there may be some sort of family plan in the works. Just like how we have a family plan for the Nintendo Switch. You know how we have the group that does mm-hmm. it. So there might be mm-hmm. something coming for Game Pass. And I know Hector really likes Game Pass. And I know I like Game Pass. And I know you want to try it. And I know a couple other people who want to do it too or who have it. That could make this a mm-hmm. lot cheaper for all of us for a year.
1: That can. No worries. I don't
0: know how big the group size is. I believe the rumor said it would be up to four or five people. Something like that. So That's,
1: that's still not bad.
0: Yeah, it's not. I mean, realistically, <laughs> with all the games the Xbox is gearing up to put out, the competition mm-hmm. it's actually getting into the zone to really kind of drive now. Game Pass is mm-hmm. a place where you want to be as an Xbox mm-hmm. Microsoft gamer, even as a PC gamer. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um but aside from that um what are your thoughts on Microsoft right now? What do you wait what do you think they need currently to really push forward the envelope to make them a bigger name in the sense of competing with PlayStation and their largely AAA story driven narrative based titles.
1: That's the thing. I'm not sure cuz I'm not so into right now I'm on Sony mm-hmm. I'm on Sony and um, I forget their name. I'm on this other developers, like just thinking. You call of Duty. What's his name? Don't tell me. Activision. There we go. I was I'm on. The, like, <laughs> I was I, gonna I, play
0: the little. I was, <laughs> uh, I, I was gonna play some music for you, but you you beat you beat me to it.
1: I have to remember. I can't forget. But like, no, I don't really. I honestly don't have an opinion yet. I guess just a little bit, just on their software side, mm-hmm. they're what I'm experiencing is that they're kind of just, they're lagging on it. But other mm. than that,
0: <clears throat> yeah,
1: I don't have any opinion because I wouldn't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, lagging on it, it's a good, good way to look at it, honestly, because we've got all these games that have been just coming out of the woodworks, not only for PlayStation, but for the Nintendo switch left and right. Mm-hmm. They've got release dates, they've got calendars, they've got plans. They know what they're doing with it. Um, the only thing mm-hmm. we're missing is, microsoft giving us actual solid dates to work with they're Mm -hmm. giving us the goods they're showing us good things but they're not letting us know when it's coming like uh, am i waiting here till 2024 or am i looking forward to this in like three months or or like the next game we're gonna talk about are they just gonna shadow drop it day and date the second (gasps) they review it the next game we're gonna talk about is a new game from tango gameworks called hi-fi rush If you don't recognize the name of Tango Gameworks, that is the developer that worked on The Evil Within, Numbers 1 and 2, and Ghostwire Tokyo. The cool thing about this is, Hi-Fi Rush is not a horror title. It's actually a third-person rhythm action game, and it looks fucking phenomenal. The day that this developer direct went live and they they were talking about it, it instantly released on Game Pass right there. I am currently downloading it so I can play it sometime <laughs> this weekend because it looks that fucking cool. What are your thoughts on Hi-Fi Rush?
1: Honestly, from the beginning to the end, to the end, it was a hype. It was just like <laughs> it was just like if they could have been like you like music, you like video games, you like to put them together and see what happens. This is what you want to play right now. Oh yeah. And in the end, it was just like, are you excited as much as we are? This is bigger news. You could play it right fucking now. I'm like, I don't have it, but I want it. Like, it was a really good hype game. Oh, I'm yeah. excited.
0: Absolutely. I, and I
1: don't even have Game
0: Pass. I just didn't think to be blown away by it. I know when it got released on, what was it? I believe it was Wednesday or Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I kind of brushed over it. It wasn't on my radar at the moment because I didn't watch the direct right away. As soon as I watched mm-hmm. the actual video of the direct and watched the gameplay, and trust me, there's like I listened to a bunch of other podcasts and everyone's just hyping this game up. I'm like, this what is this game? It's like? a hype. There's no way this game is that hype. I looked at it and I swear to God, I wanted to stop doing what we were doing tonight. And I was like, fuck <laughs> this. I really just want to play this game. And I had so we much like other like things it. to do. But I put it to download. I'm gonna try it later. I'm gonna put up a little a little thing for us. But oh man. It's so the guy
1: was so adorable. He was just like, you think it's scary?
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's just it's such a step away for Tango gameworks in general. They're used to working Mm -hmm. on these horror titles, and it's nice to see exactly what I want some other studios to do, like Naughty Dog. I want them to step away from what they are used to doing (laughs) and what they normally do and move into this bigger, overarching genre of different video games that they can actually like experiment with. Because we have you
1: seen Oh, go
0: ahead. So sorry. I was going to say because we we all know how like the 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 story Naughty Dog does. They they started with Jack and Daxter. They worked on these great games, and then they started taking darker turns, darker narratives. They came back with Uncharted, started up with a pretty you know normal action packed thing, and took it down a, a little bit more mature road, and then came to the Last of Us and said, "We're going full dark," like bra- mm-hmm. <laughs> Bravo Bark going dark. Oh God! So like, I want to see, and knowing that. They may not work on a Last of Us Part Three and may focus on a new project. I want something like, maybe not exactly like this, but I want them to work on something that's like Hi-Fi Rush. I want them to work on something that they want to work on that's not just the same old bullshit that they usually do.
1: Yeah, like then they same old they won't be made fun of being saying that they're a milking cow.
0: Yeah, sorry.
1: Yeah, but I was gonna say, have you seen Monkey Bone?
0: Monkey Bone, it's an old
1: movie. Monkey
0: bone. Oh, God, yes. It had the little, like, puppet monkey, right?
1: Yeah, Yeah, I
0: remember monkey bone.
1: Okay. I remember in the scene in the beginning, like, how he created monkey bone. Basically, I think he drew with his right hand. He used to draw morbid, disturbing creatures Mm -hmm. in his dreams. Like, he used to draw the most disturbing things. But then when he switched to his left hand, he decided, like, he just came up with, like, cartoon, funny, light. Instead of morbid Mm -hmm. and that's kinda like what you would be saying for um naughty dog, like you know, switch the hand, like change change the script. Like you're just like on this I mean, it's I feel like they were searching for the perfect partnership and now that they have it, they're writing life with it. Yeah. This is like there's more. I know you could do like you you master this. What else can you do? What can you come up
0: with? Exactly. And to be fair, like um, uh, Tango Gameworks found success with The Evil Within. Uh, the Evil Within 2 didn't do as well. And Ghostwire Tokyo itself was not what people expected of it. Even myself, I thought Ghostwire Tokyo was going to be a much bigger thing than it ended up being once the game actually dropped. And to see them find their success with some goofy action <laughs> game that's like basically Jet Set Radio, but it, that, that's what it reminds me the most of. It's just the music. Everything about it just gives me the Jet Set Radio vibes, but putting mm-hmm. it into a game like Devil May Cry,
1: yeah,
0: and it's just the colors, the scheme, even the music itself. Like the video, the gameplay, the art. videos they put just made it so good. Like the music matched and everything, not just matched. You know with what's on
1: the beat. best thing though? Um. You get a cat companion, not a dog, okay? <laughs> you get a cat companion that you could pet, yep. and then it'll help you with life. Sorry.
0: It really does, though, because the whole cat companion thing is that it floats behind you, like, off your mm-hmm. shoulder, and it keeps track of the beat for you. So if you don't want to mm-hmm. look at the indicator that's on the bottom, like, which, how normal rhythm games do, you get those two lines that come on the <coughs> side to meet in the center, and they're just, boom, boom, there's your beat. You get the cat with this little, like, glowing butt and it like shoots out these little like pulsating like rhythms and it's just super cool to look at and it's visually like really nice and it just made me feel good watching yeah so i'm definitely going to be playing that this weekend and um i don't know how or when but i'm making the time can you stream it maybe i will maybe we could stream it actually that's a good idea Maybe su- I think Sunday after our D&D game, I I will come back and I will do a stream for Hi-Fi Rush. That way we can all enjoy it. Something else we can all enjoy is ESO, Elder Scrolls Online. It's getting more content. We all should have seen it coming. Come on, it's Bethesda. <laughs> it's, it's an online Elder Scrolls game. I like Elder Scrolls Online. I just don't have people to play it with. So they drop all mm-hmm. these things, this new content called chapters, which is a standalone story-based expansion, essentially that is going to be releasing. I think they said a chapter every month or something like that. So, like every month, they will be dropping new chapters into the story, so that people who are in Endgame can keep playing more stuff and find more cool things. I love it. I think it's great. They're still doing the best that they can with what they've got, and for, unlike some other. MMOs that I'm sure Sniffles would chime in on. They're putting mm. content out for their players. And that's a big thing. Especially for an MMO. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this? I don't play matter?
1: Elder Scrolls, but I love their concept because it's like a never-ending story mm. and it's just like a continuation. You could not you could just you have so much you could do mm-hmm. years and then it's just like I don't even know how to like explain, it, but you just like can continue you could put so many hours, and you're not even halfway there. Yeah. Like I, I, I enjoy their concept. It's really cool. I wish I got into it earlier, mm-hmm. but you know what? I could always get into it now. Like it just, I'll have an adventure with it.
0: The future is a never-ending bowl with which we can always refill. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm
1: gonna be that's, fifty. And be like I should have played.
0: To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be fifty, and you're gonna be like, I still need to play The Last of Us too.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. no i'll I'll, it, I'll probably stream it Some i was gonna say there's one thing you play. can stream
0: there's something you can definitely stream let <laughs> Just... me
1: finish resident evil 7 oh jesus first. how
0: far are... jesus. you know how far are you into resident evil 7 may i ask are, you... are we
1: left left off
0: oh jesus <laughs> okay that's fine that's fine it's all right it's okay i we'll get there
1: i have i have I just feel so stupid in this one part. I don't know if I—I I don't know. Wait, no, of course not. I haven't put it out yet, so no one saw my humiliating. But I'll just put it out there. But there's this one part where I was being harassed. No, I'm sorry. I was being chased, and I—my brain could not function, and I just started, picking things, I just started
0: picking things up. And started picking things up. I instantly turned to kleptomania when I'm freaking out, guys. I'm sorry. Just running down a hall my pulling pocket. shit off of the walls. This is my painting. This is my picture. Fuck you.
1: I'm leaving. Oh my god. <laughs> the door's god, locked. Fuck your
0: door. I'm taking the knob. <laughs> <clears throat>
1: yeah, oh, I couldn't I couldn't function. It's okay. I'll do great next time. Yes,
0: yes. We'll just... we'll we'll enjoy that one more. It'll it'll be more fun because we'll laugh more.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean we laughed a lot the first time, but you know, it'll be more Got laughs. It. Laughs are good.
1: The only reason, the only reason, the only reason I didn't think about taking, um, posting is it, it's not only because I got lightheaded, but it's because I twitched. I'm
0: like, <laughs>
1: I don't know how to explain it.
0: I didn't even get to see the I twitch because you weren't on camera on the stream. <laughs> I just heard you talk about it afterwards. I was like the twitch. What twitch? I was you. You were talking about it twitch? Bears. Is... Oh my God. <laughs> it, it was one of those, uh, uh, was it one of those twitches where you're like just sleeping peacefully and you're fa- having a falling <laughs> dream and then you like jolt into life like as soon as you hit the floor like
1: no it's opposite i i i twitched out of terror and fear and then i was just so relaxed i'm like i'm tired <laughs> it, it was
0: the twitch into the, I need it was a the, nap. it's the soul leaving the body part
1: <laughs> yeah
0: it's just ah.
1: <clears throat> i love horror games oh yeah
0: horror games are great constant I constant Line of never-ending humor. <laughs> Speaking of horror games, the last game they showed, which actually is my most anticipated game currently, coming out of the developer underscore directed, and I'm just going to keep pronouncing the underscore because you have to. <laughs> At this point, you have to. Is Redfall. Redfall is a video game coming out of Arcane Austin. You may recognize the name Arcane by the Dishonored games or Deathloop. Both of the games are amazing. Redfall is about to step into the shoes of a story-driven shooter. It's going to be up to four-player co-op with unique characters, each with their own different skill trees and different play styles, which can be customized to increase the uniqueness of each character. The open-world location will let you explore multiple paths, uh, and it's developers are very, very fond of doing this thing where you can approach any situation whichever way you like. You can take the stealthy approach. You can take the guns blazing approach. You could take any approach you want, some mix of the both. And they're throwing that into both random encounters out in the map and in missions. This game looks fucking phenomenal, and I cannot stress how excited I am to get it because I thought it was just going to be some sort of Left for Dead clone. It's not. It's absolutely not, and Arcane is putting in the fucking work for this. It looks Mm -hmm. great. What are your thoughts on this game after seeing the developer direct video?
1: I mean, I have to ask first. Have you seen a concept like this? Not a concept. Have you seen a game like this before, like with the enemies that we have?
0: I don't know. I can't say that it specifically, uh, if you don't, Mm -hmm. if those of you who don't know, Redfall is a survival against vampires kind of game, so... Vampires not necessarily. The last one I played was Vampire or whatever, the one that came out yes, on PlayStation, that's... but it's not a shooter. So like mm-hmm. in this sense, the thing that gets closest to this is maybe like Dead Island or Dying Light, something where, you know, you roam you roam through an open map and you fight off zombie hordes, but this one specifically no. Not in mm-hmm. the sense where that's you have unique zombie characters that you can fight in the world.
1: Yeah, so I was, like, really into just a more challenging, what is it, enemy?
0: hmm yeah. And then
1: not only that, it's, like, multiple. It's not just one kind of boss. You have multiple mini-bosses mm-hmm. until you get to the actual serious boss. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, it's really cool. I, I enjoy the concept. It did bring me a flashback of Left 4 Dead, mm-hmm. but not at all what it, I guess, I guess if you look at it in a sense, oh yeah, Left for Dead, but it's yeah. not. It's like its own unique style, yeah. and I enjoyed it.
0: I mean, you it could was, you could see the Left for Dead in it with the four player co op versus yeah. the supernatural zombie ish type ish enemy, but mm-hmm. the uniqueness of having those bosses that are so wildly like unique in their fighting style—that's mm-hmm. what's trippy. Like you, you have the the siphon, which looks like it steals away energy or health or something from players, and then you've also got the shroud that could dive into the floor and disappear and it would it would um when it used its ability it kind of like spread out that black wall that kind of like hindered your vision a little bit made it a little difficult to see oh man it looks so cool and it's just super super fun and i mean i don't know if you've played death loop yet have you played any of the dishonored games before
1: uh no
0: oh man Missing out on both? <laughs> You're missing out on like, missing three out really good titles. You've got a backlog that you need to work on.
1: <laughs> you know, that's actually my my uh, my gaming, what's it called when you make a resolution? My gaming resolution is to actually play my games.
0: Actually play the games and that, like, you, <laughs> that you've been putting off.
1: You know how many games I have? I have a problem. No, to
0: be fair, I'm not I, playing. I, trust me, I understand completely. My backlog right now is <laughs> Garbage. It is just super full. And there are so many games I want to play right now that I know I need to finish other games before I can play.
1: Mm-hmm. That's on like Game Pass. Like, I, I I love the idea, but I made a promise and I had to lose. That's fair. Touch, I mean, play everything.
0: That's fair. That's fair. I mean, as soon as Redfall comes out, it's definitely going right at the top of my list, though. Oh like, I have, God. we have to play it. Like, you got to get Game Pass before that comes out. Get it so we can play it. We can even stream it together. It could be super fun. If they
1: do the family thing, the family pack, like, I am down. Like
0: I'll do it. It'll be worth it. And, I mean, there there is just not enough good things I could say about how I feel about Redfall. I think it's going to be super fun.
1: It's going to be exciting. I think it's really cool.
0: I hope it's going to be fun. Because I've been wrong before. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Which brings us to our next topic. The final topic of today's show is a quick Forspoken and Dead Space remake review roundup. We're going to start off with the one that I have to take guilt for because it just hurts me so much, and I had so much hype and hope in my heart for this game. Forspoken, the new title for PS5 from Luminous Productions, a subsidiary developer of Square Enix, has been receiving some pretty bad fucking reviews. It hurts me to the core because there was so much potential with this game coming out. And they just could not land the, they couldn't stick the landing that they needed to stick. It's basically for those of you who don't know what for spoken is. It is a modern day isekai with magic. You play as a girl named Frey who lives in New York. One day she's teleported magically. Oh, for those of you who don't know what an isekai is an isekai is basically where your main character gets teleported to a brand new world full of magic and fantasy. So Frey gets teleported into a new world full of magic and fantasy, and she's basically running around doing all this cool magic stuff, parkour, and just all-around badassery. It's the Luminous Productions team who also worked on Final Fantasy XV, so as you could imagine, you would think that the prestige coming from a studio that worked on a game that was so well-received would tend to have a good standing especially with a new ip they get to work on something they really want to unfortunately the reviews were not that great we're gonna go first to GameSpot, where they gave it a five out of ten and i will read and i quote where the heck did my thing go there we go oh my lord sorry i'm sorry everyone everything just changed the whole world just changed for me what the heck just happened (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> technical difficulties
1: <clears throat> he's teleported okay <laughs> all right
0: game spot gave it a five out of ten <clears throat> jordan Reme says R- "Ramey, i think that's how i pronounce it i literally heard his name earlier this week and could not for the life of me remember right now i'm sorry i butchered it Forspoken is a tricky game to recommend the lore of its world is interesting but delivered in stilted exp- exp- expository manner and the freeing sensation of taking off across the landscape in a magically propelled sprint is sullied by the knowledge that there's nowhere to go or anything fun to do. Combat is visually impressive, but not all that engaging. And the excellent sound design and the catchy musical score are regularly undermined by unfunny quips and an unlikable protagonist. I enjoyed parts of, I enjoyed parts of it, but too often my fun was dragged to an unrewarding halt. IGN gave it a 6 out of 10. Tom Marks writing for it. Forspoken is the sort of game you've probably seen before, from its stereotypical fish-out-of-water fantasy story to its giant open-world map full of repetitive or optional tasks. Its combat is flashy and fun enough to entertain across its comparatively short RPG campaign, with fights that do a good job of pushing you to shake up your use of elemental powers, even when the overall variety of enemies isn't particularly impressive. Its parkour system is also satisfying enough despite the scenery you are running through being about as picturesque as a bowl of rocks with an Instagram filter slapped on. And the best review that they've given it, that anyone's given it, comes from Game Informer, who gave it a 75 out of 100. Forspoken's story and combat fail to reach the heights of its movement and exploration, but thankfully those two latter elements make up for most of the experience. I sprinted often, literally, through the campaign in about 15 hours and I now have a huge world filled with nooks and crannies I'm eager to run through and explore. The narrative won't linger with me and I'd avoided combat in the open world often but I loved making Frey leap and fly through Athia Athea, <clears throat> to discover all its treasures, chests, and secrets. From Kyle Hilliard. How do you feel about those, Uni? Have you seen videos of Forspoken?
1: I haven't, but reading these, looking at these reviews, it just sounds like the story itself is missing something it's missing yeah. an interest that they that could have captured their audience and mm-hmm. they did it did not
0: I know there were a lot more problems graphically with it I know that the uh, mocap for the facial animations was kind of a little off and it didn't really give the characters good emotion like we're so we live in a world of of naughty dogs and insomniacs and fucking silly Santa Monica's where we get Mocap that is just God tier level, where you just feel you can read the pain on a character's face. Mm-hmm. And it's just incredible. And it's hard to think, or it's hard to see that somebody as big as Square Enix with the resources they have were unable to be able to put that kind of effort into a game that is a new IP for them as well. Pregnant pause Silence No I I
1: couldn't hear you for a second I got lost
0: (laughs) But yeah But yeah I mean you see a big Big AAA developer like Square Enix Kind of flop the ball on that one
1: Mm, Yeah I I mean I would have to see for myself honestly
0: Yeah to be fair Everyone has a different opinion There could be people that enjoy the hell out of the game Playing it Mm -hmm. themselves but um, You know Hearing these kinds of things just makes you feel less encouraged and excited for it
1: yeah
0: and it hurts But i'm also
1: optimistic so it's just like maybe they didn't understand the concept
0: well maybe we need to get you a copy so you can review it for us
1: and never play (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding
0: we'll see we'll figure that out we still got to figure out a bunch of stuff at our next meeting oh god moving on though to some better news The Dead Space remake has been receiving madly raving reviews. People all across the board love it. It is unanimously a high-hitting game full of high-octane moments and scares that'll keep you guessing what corner you need to turn next. Before we go into these reviews, Uni, have you played the original Dead Space? No. Then I implore you, on behalf of everyone that plays video games, put this Dead Space remake at the top of your list of things you need to play right now. Mm, okay. I know you don't like horror games, but this game no, is. No, I
1: a- love horror games.
0: Well, I mean, you, you know what I mean. You don't like the. I just cannot
1: survive.
0: The shock and terror that brings you. Uh. <clears throat> Starting these interviews, yeah. starting these reviews, Gamespot gives it a nine out of ten, saying it's impossible to expect the Dead Space remake to be as transformative as something like the Resident Evil 2 remake was. The general, <tivebladebits> the, genera- <laughs> the general, no, Jesus, the generational leap isn't as grand, and so much about it feels inherently familiar to the 2008 original. Such is the way EA motive has weaved its changes into the Dead Space mold. The new side quests might leave a lot to be desired, but every other addition contributes to a remake that stays true to its progenitor while also improving upon it in in a number of ways. Newcomers and hardcore Dead Space fans will get the most out of this experience. But this is now the quintessential way to play one of the survival horror genre's best. From Richard Wakeling. Um, IGN Tristan uh, uh, Ogilvie? Tristan Ogilvie wrote, With its stunningly redesigned spaceship, smartly and subtly enhanced story, and spectacularly reimagined action scenes, Motive Studio has managed to successfully breathe new life into the seminal sci-fi horror universe of Dead Space. Despite the fact I've returned to the 2008 original several times over the years and found it to hold up fairly well, my latest journey through the darkened hallways of the USG Ishimura still managed to consistently surprise me and pull me into Isaac's plight far more than ever before. while while still satisfying my desire to butcher undead astronauts with an enjoyable arsenal of wildly unsafe mining tools. And then VGC, Chris Scullion, gave it a 4 out of 5. Dead Space is a visually stunning remake that is both faithful to the original and modernizes what it needs to. The remake naturally looks significantly better than the original, but it's the addition of voice acting for Isaac and the more natural dialogue this produces which is the most effective update here. The game isn't without its lulls, but the overall experience is just as thrilling as it was 15 years ago. Can you imagine that? 15 years. It's been 15 fucking Jesus. years since this game came out.
1: Jesus.
0: Yeah, I didn't even... I read 2008 earlier and my mind didn't think that's been that long. <laughs> I was like, oh, just a few years ago. I don't know why we're doing remakes already. What is this? The Last of Us? <laughs> Jesus. So. No,
1: it sounds really cool. It's I need a space
0: whiz. at sci-fi horror. Yeah, it's, it's basically space. Horror. <laughs> I couldn't find the word <laughs> to explain what <laughs> these creatures are, but necromorphs are fucking gross and disgusting and terrifying. Hmm.
1: But Backing yeah, it right
0: now. I mean, just from the jump scares alone in this game, like if it's anything up res and not even up it's like completely built up rebuilt from the ground up i can't imagine this game actually hitting that higher mark just like vgc did with a four out of five.
1: Oh my god um uh-huh.
0: the way that you fight in this game is great because it focuses on limb detachment which sounds terrible and is still just so satisfying i'm sorry i'm
1: looking at a picture from dead space and mm-hmm. i can see how creepy it is oh yeah
0: the dark the the dark halls of the USG Ishimura is definitely a way to go with that phrase. Like it's definitely something where like you have a flashlight over your shoulder just kind of pointing a directional light, not like a shotgun light, like a directional light. And you just see what's in front of you. It's just like those old horror games where oh my
1: God, you have to walk around.
0: You get you have the lights on your back so you're illuminated, but you can't see jack shit around you unless you turn your contrast up and then That's there's
1: terrifying oh yeah
0: dude you, you don't even i don't want to ruin some of the best parts for you but just that game is just so good so terrifying
1: <laughs> it's because i'm looking at it right now at the store just to buy it on playstation and oh yeah. it you know, shows you a little yeah. clips oh jesus
0: yeah and just imagine this is made for the ps5 so it's just super oh super God. good it's just super beautiful. it's
1: gonna be so- So clean and cut and crisp. 60
0: frames per second. Fucking perfect resolution. Like It's going to look so good and I'm so excited to play it. It does release today I believe. I think today is when it released. Yes. So it's out now. So for those of you who love Dead Space and want to play it some more, go ahead and pick it up if you got a PS5. It's definitely worth the price tag. I believe it's sitting at 60. I see
1: 79.
0: Is it 79? 79? Okay, 69. Okay, yeah. So Basic PS Five price sixty nine.
1: I said seventy nine. Sorry, I said 69. yeah, I heard
0: seventy nine. I was just like, holy shit! <laughs> so sorry. Where did seventy nine come from? When did that happen?
1: My brain scatters. Ah, it's okay.
0: All of our brains scatter from time to time. It's a normal part of the job. So, what do you think, Uni? You think this year's games look are <coughs> looking up?
1: Yeah, I think they're all my hell. Yeah, sorry. Yes, yes, I think they're all looking up, especially with these kind of graphics.
0: Oh yeah, I know you weren't here for last week's episode where we talked about. Mm our most excited like upcoming games. But since we're here at the end of the show, why don't you give everyone what's your most excited? Diablo. Games- oh, there we go. Diablo. We go. Sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> freak out. Freak out. I like it.
1: Uh, I just want to play it because I want to play the story. Like, I like, I really was into t- Lilith. I was really into Diablo three, even though some people were like skeptical. Mm-hmm. I, that was, I guess because I was like the first intro to Diablo. Mm-hmm. I've been, introduced to diablo before but i didn't take it seriously
0: it was the first time you but really I, played it
1: diablo 3 yeah and then diablo 4 coming out with lilith being the main not, like
0: not only that just the graphical quality of that game looks oh, so much better and it's giving a return I, to those dark I, gothic roots Oof,
1: it is so like i couldn't even explain it's not even crisp anymore it's like just mouth watering. Like,
0: <laughs> That's one way to put it.
1: I can. Uh, I am excited for Diablo Four.
0: Well, you're not the and... only one. We've only got uh, what is it? We've got five more half months. Five more months. Ha- yeah, half it's already year. February. That's not half a oh year. We're God. one month down, and February is a short month.
1: Oh, it is. Oh my gosh, life is going by. Yeah. Anyway, but yes, Diablo Four.
0: Anything other than Diablo 4? Is that just like the top of your brain right now? That's all you're Oh
1: thinking. my god, that's the top. Yeah, that's literally just... There was another one. I just can't think of it. It's just right there. <laughs> Diablo. That's fair. <laughs>
0: well, I'm glad that Wait. you're that excited for Diablo 4.
1: No, you got me thinking. I don't know what other game. There's a few. No, no, Diablo. I mean, I- hey, if, if, if I the one on excited? your
0: If Diablo's the one on your mind right now, that's the one you need to focus on. We'll get back into into more of what's coming up once we get further into the year. But for now, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. That's all the time we have for today. I would like to give a special thanks to Uni for coming through tonight and having hosted this episode with me. It was really nice to have you on. You're alone. It was
1: fun. Sorry, I'm like stunned. It's
0: okay. You be (laughs) stunned. You'll get used to the starstruckness of this whole thing. I promise. Not even
1: that. You put Diablo in my brain. I'm just
0: like someone's sorry. about to go download Diablo three and play it on their PlayStation.
1: Uh, I already have it.
0: You already have it. Yes. <laughs> Don't make me play more Diablo three. <laughs>
1: uh, oh sorry. my god.
0: For those of you that stuck around, <laughs> I want to give a special thanks to you. Thanks for listening all the way through, and for all the new listeners, for thank you very much for tuning in again. This is the For the Geeks Gamecast, where once every two weeks, or like this week, we had a special week, uh, we sit around to talk about some of the biggest news in the games industry and how they make us feel. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash for the geeks games, where you can watch all of our game streams, which this weekend, at some point, I will be streaming Hi-Fi Rush. So please come by, stop by and check that out and give us a subscribe. If you want to follow us on any other platforms, The link in the bio for our link tree will give you all the access to all of our other socials, like our Instagram and our Twitter, which is at ForTheGeeks with two S's at the end. You can also follow us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash podcast, where you'll have a backlog of all of our videos and all the videos that are to come. Um, Give us a follow and stick around for all the more important news. For now, that's all I got. Thanks for the support. Show us some love. And as always, game like you mean it. We're good. Stop recording. I don't know what button I'm supposed to.